Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. My name is Josh, and uh, I'm the, the dude who makes music for a solo project called Sugar Spine. And um, a new EP, or the, the debut EP, has just dropped as of last Friday called Mirror Talk, and it's, uh, it's got seven tracks. Um, it's super damn angry. It's a mixture of like metalcore and a bunch of stuff. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it'll grab a few people's attention when they hear it. Awesome, Josh. Thanks for joining us, brother. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, mate. So as you mentioned, Sugar Spine released your debut EP, Mirror Talk, last week. So how's the early reception been for it? It's been really good. Um, kind of like I've, I've definitely been hoping that it would be positive, but uh, what I've, yeah, what I've received is just nothing but positive stuff. So it's been really great. Yeah. Um, oh, is your internet okay? Oh, wait, I think we're good. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, it's been, it's been received really well. Um, got a, a few reviews from a few outlets that have said some really positive things about it and, um, all the comments on YouTube are really, you know, positive so far as well. So yeah, I'm really stoked at the reception so far. So as, as a newer artist and, and being your debut week, what sort of things do you gauge success on with that? Is it feedback? Is it critics responses? What sort of, how do you gauge it? Um, what, how do I, how do I gauge how people are feeling about yeah, or the, how successful it's been as a debut release, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. I think the, the main thing for me was just not to have any expectations, um, but which is kind of hard for me because I'm also just looking around on Facebook. And of course you can see that a lot of things are getting lots of attention and I'm like, I'm kind of silently thinking, well, I really hope mine gets that much attention, <laughs> but, uh, it's, at, at, this, at the same time, you know, I'm just happy for, you know, even one person to listen to it because if for so long it's been just in my head, you know, for months. So, um, yeah, to, to get it out and then just to have, you know, a bunch of people listen to it and even, you know, buy the EP, which is something that I, I find really funny because you can, of course, stream everything nowadays. And um, just the fact that people would support me is, is such a really, a really nice thing to know. Um, and I appreciate that. So, yeah, I think the way I gauge it is just not to have any expectations and just kind of be grateful for anything that comes my way. Hmm. So tell us a bit more about the EP from a musical point of view and what you're going for with it. Um, I mean, the whole, the whole project started in hotel quarantine and the first single that uh, I released was back in October. And that was like a super aggressive, like mix of hardcore and, and metalcore um, and that was kind of a, an expression of anger, I suppose. And it was because I was just looking at all this stuff online. Cause when you're in hotel quarantine, you can't do much. Like you're kind of just watching TV or you're, you know, doing some work, but you do get bored cause you're in the same room for two weeks. But, um, yeah, just looking on social media social media is just full of hatred and it's full of opinions that are constantly being divided. And I was just kind of like throw my hands up and I was like, I've got to make an angry song about this. And I did. And then. Um, I think with the EP, I wanted to still carry that anger across because I feel like I still 
held that anger for a lot of different things that are happening uh, all around us. So each song is uh, themed differently. So uh, the first one's about political corruption. Second one's about misogyny. Uh, the third one is actually more introspective. So it kind of goes into self-image and self-doubt um, and also just, I guess you could call it like uh, self-integrity in a way. So kind of like not lying to yourself and, and not trying to convince yourself that you're something else. It's, it's convoluted, I suppose. And then, yeah, so like they all kind of just focus on specific things that I just had, I guess, had a gripe with. And musically, I wanted to not pigeonhole myself into anything. So I wanted to, you know, if I if I felt like this part could be cool, if I like, if I could kind of scream rap it like in gutter pain, or if I just wanted to let out a, a like a, I don't know what you call it, like a like a blast of chaos, which is at the end of uh, the Black Stag. It kind of just sounds like napalm death in a way. I just kind of went, well, let's just do stuff. Like, let's just make some heavy stuff see what flows through it and not, you know, not try and do anything that is supposed to kind of be generic or follow a formula. It's just like make, make music. And if it sounds good, then you should be fine. Yeah, that's, that's, good opinion. <laughs> that's how it worked. <laughs> yeah. you, you released the singles, Data Paint and Miracle. So just say that's all anyone's heard of Sugar Spine. Are they a good sonic representation of the EP, would you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think gutter paint is funnily enough the most modest or straightforward track because it's the same tempo the whole way through. It's got it's actually got a chorus, which is something that none of the other tracks have. Like the all the other tracks just have, I guess you could call them like sections or sonic locations that you kind of take into each time. Um, so gutter gutter paint's kind of like, hey, this is this is like a a palatable version of sugar spine that you could get into and then mirror talk is the exact opposite it's kind of like it lulls you in with that you know ridiculous stupid cute angelic vocal intro and then it just kind of punches you in the head with you know with the rest of this the song that comes in so i think that's kind of like a good flag to to wave for sugar spine because i didn't want it to be predictable and i didn't want it to have um a similarity to anything else so I really tried to make sure that it sounded like me. So that's why I also produced it myself because um, I, I don't produce anything perfectly, but I just wanted my own sound to kind of come through that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned that it's a solo project. So do you do everything on the EP or do you bring session musicians in? Um, so I, I did vocals, guitar, bass, um, and there's a bit of trumpet in there as well. In the end of Sensation, there's actually a little trumpet, which, which I do as well. Um, but the drums are programmed in just via logic. So um, I guess, yeah, it's fake. I'm sorry, but that's just right. <laughs> can't do it all. Man. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it all. No, but um, I, I, I play drums. So I, at least I was kind of able to, I don't have a drum kit, but when I was writing the drum tracks for it, I was at least able to kind of imagine, okay, well, if I'm a drummer, can I actually play this? Because, you know, there's a lot of bands out there, a lot of, um, especially like technical death metal bands, you can imagine if they put just a drum track on, they said, oh, we should make this go like 300 beats per minute. It's like, well, it's unrealistic. So I, I kind of had like a, a good enough idea and I guess respect for the, the drum tracks not to do something stupid on it. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> do you plan on fleshing it out at all and taking it like on the on the live stage, or are you happy just? I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, I'd love to. So, um, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and they're like, "Are you going to do this live?" It's like, well, yeah, I would absolutely love to take it live because I think it's got a lot of um, emotional weight to it. I think it's got a lot of energy as well that can be really contagious. Um, 
I think the, the biggest thing would just be to find people in the same location who are keen to kind of do that with me as well. And I, I'm always, I'm kind of moving around everywhere. So currently I'm in Tasmania, but I normally live in Sydney and I just nice. kind of want to make sure that when I am asking people to do such a big thing, you know, with me, I would want to kind of be in a place where I could be reliably well in, in one place. Yeah, smart. So, um, yeah. So whether it's, you know, cause uh, my, my girlfriend's Dutch. So we go to the Netherlands sometimes and other times we're in Sydney and stuff. So I just want to make sure that I am kind of giving those potential members the same respect and gratitude that they're kind of showing to me. There should be more of that in the world, mate. It should be much more. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> you mentioned Sugar Spine, like the project formed during a lockdown period, mate. So how difficult was it getting a new band off the ground during that period? Um, I think it was... I don't want to like, I definitely don't want to say it was easy, but the internet is such an easy method of putting your stuff out there nowadays. And um, I, I think I just really kind of went hard in terms of um, pr promoting it and interacting with people and networking as well. So the first song that I put out, which is called go outside that single got reacted to by, you know, the YouTubers, hardcore Keem and local band smoke out and um breakdown central who's who's a, a really cool guy from from texas he's such a such a wonderful person and he's incredibly entertaining and we, when you kind of reach out to them you kind of think well they probably won't like reply because they're busy doing other stuff and they always reply they react to bands who are obviously going to get them more views like you know re reacting to bleed from, from within or architects or stick to your guns or something but they came back to me and they said yeah cool we'll do this and it's just it just kind of snowballed from there and um, once I released that first song, people were kind of like, oh, this is kind of different from what's going on at the moment, which I really kind of liked because I, I injected a song that's not very metalcore. It's like that mix of hardcore and metalcore into the metalcore community. And I think people were kind of like, interesting, more. And I, I just kind of, yeah, I, I was so keen on, on writing that kind of music. I was like, well, okay, I'll write more. And I just pumped out the EP in like two, two months or something, two or three months. And um, yeah, and then people have just been stoked on it, especially with um, with Mirror Talk. You know, people have really loved that intro. So I'm I'm just really happy that it's that it's kind of snowballed like that. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know graphic making in the background. Like uh, I had to I learned how to do my own lyric videos just because I wanted to experience the whole thing myself, and that was a pain in the bum. But uh, it was all just really it's it's all just like a learning process, and I love learning. So it was it was cool. It's just another thing to do. And you managed to get uh, Nick Rossi from uh, Born of Osiris on there as a guest artist too, mate. How did that come about? Yeah, well, I, I write reviews for another uh, a US-based magazine called Sonic Perspectives, and I wrote their review for Angel or Alien, which is the, the most recent album that they've put out. And uh, basically, yeah, I wrote the review, put it out there, and pretty much just talked about how much I liked that album because it was I think it's the best album they've written since the discovery back in 2010. And I just kind of got talking with Nick from that. I think I sent it to the band or something, or I sent it to him. Um, and I said, Hey dude, uh, I, I work with this, uh, this magazine. So, uh, you know, here's, here's a review of the album. And he's like, Oh, cool. And then we just kind of started talking about a few things and then, yeah, it came to the point where I wanted a solo on pen or sword, but I, 
I'm not good enough for the solo that was in my brain. So I <laughs> just thought, well, there's someone that I can potentially reach out to. And I said, Hey, can, can you do this? And he was like, sure. And he put that, he, he literally, he sent me one take and he said, how's this? I can redo it. And I was like, don't redo it. It's perfect. So I just slapped that straight into the song and uh, yeah, that that's how it was. And it was really important to not get a vocalist because I wanted to kind of, I guess I wanted to show everyone what my, what my performance is, but I also wanted to show that, you know, I'm, I really am, I'm not full of myself. I'm not the best guitarist at all or anything like that. So I just wanted to show that I would like that person to appear on that, please. So yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was lucky. And it was just um, also Nick is just a super nice guy. He was so keen to work with me straight away. And it was just really wholesome. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, that's about all I got for you tonight, mate. But thanks for your time, Josh. The album Mirror Tour is out, or the EP, sorry, is out now. And don't let the fact yes. that it's a solo project for you. It's a fucking good album and well worth a listen, mate. So thanks for your time. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much for having me. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.